Uh, because we have the privilege of being the people that we are. We have the privilege of uh, being the children of, of God today. Have you ever been separated from someone for a long period of time and, and, and experienced the, the sadness that goes, that goes with that? Uh, I think often about uh, the, uh, the people that are in the service today. And I think about how they are separated from their families. And, and today when we see our, maybe our National Guard going to, uh, to uh, Iraq or maybe Afghanistan, uh, we, we know that they're going to be gone probably for a period of close to a year before they'll see their families again. And that separation is, is painful. That separation is really a, a sad occasion. It's not a joyous occasion. Uh, I think about uh, back in World War II and, and uh, how that our boys left their families and they were gone for four years or more without seeing them. And what a, what a, what a period of sadness that must have been and the heartache that it must have brought to to mothers and daddies as their sons left and were gone for that period of time because separation is painful, isn't it? Separation is something that we don't like. We don't, uh, we don't uh, want to have to endure. But you know, as well as I know, that sin separates us from God, doesn't it? Uh, sin separates man from uh, that father, that heavenly father that, uh, uh, that truly can bring joy to our lives. And so I'm thankful tonight that as a Christian, that as a child of God, that I can have my sins forgiven. And if someone asks you the question, why are you so joyful tonight? Then we need to be able to answer them because my sins are forgiven. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. I don't have to continue uh, to be separated from God. I don't have to continue to endure the pain of that separation. But rather, rather I'm going to rejoice tonight because with the shedding of the blood of Jesus Christ on the cross, I can have my sins forgiven and I can be uh, back in a relationship with God where I'm no longer separated from Him. And so one of the reasons that you and I as Christians ought to be joyful tonight is that very fact. My sins are forgiven. My sins have been taken away by the blood of Jesus Christ. And I'm no longer separated from God but rather I'm in a covenant relationship with Him uh, such that truly, truly, there ought to be joy in my heart. There ought to be joy uh, in, in, in my life. And we ought to look forward. We ought to look forward uh, to, uh, to that. Uh, on the other hand, I, I wonder how many of us have ever been in what seemed like a hopeless situation in this life. A hopeless situation. I remembered about 30 years ago I don't remember the exact date of it, but many of you know that, that my mother was uh, in the hospital in Memphis for a period of about three, three months. And I remember distinctly one evening, dry, or one morning, as really I had stayed with her the night before, and I remember uh, driving home uh, from Memphis, and uh, I, felt, uh, I felt a sense of hopelessness. Uh, because I didn't, I, I had made up my mind that she wasn't going to get well. 
that she wasn't going to survive that. And I can remember as I was driving back alone, uh, driving over up 72 uh, Highway, uh, I can remember the tears as they rolled down my cheeks there because I was I, I, I felt hopeless. I felt helpless. I didn't think that there was any way, that there was any any possible solution to that and that I was going to lose. I even thought about some of the things that I was going to say at her funeral uh, as I as I drove that day. Have you been in those situations before? Have you have you have you been in a situation where where things just seemed uh, hopeless? Uh, it's it's such a hard thing to be sitting in a hospital and your loved one is very very sick and the doctors come and say well there's there's just nothing we can do there's nothing we can do there's no hope and that's that that all of us perhaps have endured some things like that well those things are hard in this life aren't they and they bring a great deal of of sadness to our lives But let me tell you something that would be even sadder than that. And that's to be separated from God and be hopeless in that situation. To be without hope. To be without hope uh, in in eternity uh, would be far worse than than any of uh, any of the things that we might uh, that we might think about uh, in in this life today and yet that's where we are outside of Jesus Christ isn't it now that's where we are when we uh, are not children of his and we haven't embraced uh, uh, him in the writings of the Ephesian letter uh, Paul wrote to those uh, to those uh, uh, Ephesian brethren there and, and he talked about this. And he, t- he reminded them that there was a time uh, when you were without hope and without Christ. And so many of the peoples of this world are like that today. But one of the reasons that you and I tonight ought to be joyful people, one of the reasons that you and I ought to be rejoicing tonight is because we do have hope. We have hope in Christ Jesus. And that's reason to smile, brethren. That's the reason even to laugh sometimes, isn't it? Because we are not in that helpless and hopeless situation that we were before we gave our lives to Jesus Christ. And so I suggest to you tonight as Christians, we have every reason to be joyful. We have every reason to be happy. There ought to be a smile on our face. There ought to be a cheer in our hearts because... We're no longer separated from God. We have hope today. And if something should happen to us before this night is over, we have hope that there is something even better on the other side. That there's something even better where we're going rather than living with the fear that so many people in this world live with today. We live with hope knowing that everything is going to be all right on the other side, knowing that there is, there is that eternal life that awaits us. I don't know a lot about eternity. I can't even fathom it. But I know that I have hope in Christ Jesus. And then there's another reason that we ought to be joyful tonight. And that's because we're at peace with God. Now all of these go hand in hand together. 
But you know, we live in a world today that's filled with turmoil. Uh, we, we live in a world where, where uh, uh, people are killing each other. It's been, it's been very disheartening to watch the news this week, hasn't it? And to see the events that have taken place in, uh, uh, in France. Uh, but brethren, that goes on in some fashion all the time. We're living in a society today that, that, that is, they're not at peace. They're in turmoil. They're in turmoil uh, in, in various ways, not just killing each other. But, uh, but we, live in a, we live in a society today that seems to be in a continual turmoil in their, in their lives. There's very few people that, that you see, if you should ask them, they say, why, yes, I, I'm at peace today. I don't have any worries. I, I don't have any concerns. I, I, I feel good about things that are, that are going on round about me. On the other hand, you talk to those and say, well, you know, how can we have peace with all that's going on? How can we have peace when there are people that are, that are starving round about us? How can we be at peace uh, when uh, there's so much sickness and where there's so much tragedy uh, in, in the things that are, that are happening uh, round about us? But I'm going to suggest to you tonight that there is peace in Christ there is peace as a child of God. There is peace in the hearts of those that have truly, that have truly given themselves uh, in service to the Lord. Read with me, if you will, from Philippians, uh, the fourth chapter. And notice verse 6. He said, Do not be anxious about anything. Some of your translations might render that, Don't worry about anything. That's a, that's a pretty bold statement, isn't it? That's a pretty bold statement. In our, in our times today to say, look, don't worry about anything. But that's exactly what, what God's Word instructs us to do, isn't it? Now, it doesn't mean that I'm not to be concerned about the things that are going on around about me. That doesn't mean that I'm not to be concerned about these people over here that are about to lose their loved one tonight. That I shouldn't be concerned about the people over here that, that do not have uh, uh, shelter for their head in a cold night. It doesn't, it doesn't mean it's what some people might try to make out of that. But here's what, here's what the Lord is trying to tell us here. And we're going to read the rest of this in a minute. He's trying to tell us, I'll take care of those things. I'll use you in such a way that all of these problems will be taken care of in some degree. Read the rest of it with me there. The beginning of it. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasseth all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. The peace of God. Do you have it in your heart tonight? It's one of the reasons that we ought to be joyful. It's one of the reasons that we ought to go away from here tonight with a smile on our face and laughter in our hearts. And we ought to be at peace because uh, we are the children of God. What a wonderful, wonderful blessing it is. What a privilege it is to be able to, be able to share the joy 
that uh, Jesus brought to mankind uh, when he gave his life there on, on the cross of Calvary so long ago. You and I, you and I need to be the happiest people in the world. Yes, uh, we need to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. We need, to, we need to be happy as we come together uh, here tonight in this capacity. We need to be happy tomorrow when we get up and, uh, and go to our workplace. Those people that see us at our desk or wherever we're working tomorrow, they ought to, be a, they ought to see a people with a smile on their face. They ought to see people with joy in their heart because you and I are blessed beyond measure. Do you really understand what it means to be a child of God? Do you really understand the, uh, the blessings that come in, in Christ Jesus? Your sins are forgiven. You're not separated any longer from God. You have hope in this life, a hope that, that, uh, that brings a comfort, a hope that, that brings uh, a, a feeling of security, uh, to you that is found nowhere else in the world. Man can't offer you that kind of hope. Man can't offer you that kind of peace. Yes, we're at peace with God if we're children of His today. And so I want us to I want us to understand the joy. We talk about so many discouraging things, even, even uh, among ourselves within the church today. We talk about so many discouraging things. But what a joy we ought to share tonight that you and I are children of God. What a joy we ought to share that we have the privilege of being God's children, that we have the privilege of forgiveness through the blood of Jesus Christ. He gave His life. He gave His life that I might enjoy that privilege. Have a smile on your face. Rejoice. In the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Why? Because of all the wonderful blessings. The wonderful blessings that we have in Jesus Christ. I wonder if you haven't shared any things by never having obeyed His Word. Tonight might be the right time for you. And we'd be happy to assist you in any way that we can. If there's someone here that wants to bring more peace into your life, more joy into your heart, live for Jesus Christ. He died for you. He lives for you today. And He wants you to live with Him. Would you not come as we stand and sing? What a glory He sheds on our way. While we do His good will, He abides with us still. And with all who will trust and obey, trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus.